This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, another policy from the previous administration is in the White House's crosshairs. Agencies get a thumbs up on Data Act compliance. And a new bill looks to restructure how Social Security benefits are tallied. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Biden administration moves to axe another policy measure from the previous administration. The Labor Department's Office of Federal Contract Compliance Programs has proposed rescinding a Trump era one giving faith based contractors more flexibility when it came to anti-discrimination laws. The original rule went into effect in January. OFCCP says it wants to scrap it because of its lack of clarity. It also had trouble finding the need for such a rule. Collaboration among agencies is about to get a lot easier. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. Imagine not having to send an email to ask if a colleague at another agency is free for a meeting. Imagine sending an instant message to ask a quick question of that same person without using email. These capabilities are what the CIO Council will soon deliver at scale. Maria Roth, the federal deputy CIO, says the pilot with NASA, SBA, NSF, and Education works so well that the council is expanding the shared calendars and chat capabilities to all agencies in early 2022. Roth says the pilot helped solve the records management and cybersecurity concerns that stopped these capabilities from being available previously. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Most agencies are meeting requirements under the 2014 Data Act to submit spending data to USSpending.gov. The Government Accountability Office finds more than 80 agencies out of 100 submitted their latest spending data to the Treasury Department on time. The watchdog also found that data agencies submitted to USA Spending largely matched the data available on their agency websites. GAO recommends Treasury and OMB follow up with agencies periodically to resolve data quality issues. The Census Bureau looks to expand a survey it launched in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Bureau is asking the Office of Management and Budget for approval to conduct bi-weekly business poll surveys for the next three years. The Bureau will use this data to track the health of the U.S. economy as it recovers from the pandemic. The Bureau launched its first poll surveys in April 2020 to understand the pandemic's toll on households and small businesses. The Bureau, through its first round of poll surveys, could only reach out to small businesses with fewer than 500 employees, but will broaden its outreach in future iterations. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Veterans Affairs Department is looking for feedback on its community care access standards. Members of the public have an opportunity to comment on current criteria for veterans to access community care and its quality standards. VA Secretary Dennis McDonough says the solicitations are part of the department's efforts to fully implement the 2018 Mission Act. VA will launch a broader review of its healthcare standards later this year to ensure they level up to other metrics in the healthcare industry. Members of Congress want to level the playing field for federal retirees and their Social Security benefits. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The top Republican on the House Ways and Means Committee is pushing for reforms to the windfall elimination provision. The WEP reduces Social Security benefits for some retirees who worked in both the public and private sectors. The Equal Treatment of Public Servants Act would replace the old formula for calculating Social Security benefits. Some retirees would get a rebate to offset the impacts of the WEP. Nicole Grisco, Federal News Network. 
The new GSA administrator promises a focus on the basics. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Robin Carnahan, now four months into the job, tells attendees of the ACT-IAC ELC 21 conference she wants GSA to become easier for federal contractors to deal with. One way will be with continued development of the basic online environment it operates, SAM.gov. She said the government also needs to become a better buyer with clearer, more concise requirements. Carnahan, who earlier led part of GSA's 18F digital development team, said the fundamental requirement for 18F remains delivering software that works. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. The IRS is about a month away from results of a round of contracts for special projects. That's according to Harrison Smith, director of the IRS Enterprise Digitization and Case Management Office. IRS has contracts with 14 vendors to develop prototypes for three projects, extracting machine-readable data from low-resolution images of paper forms, scanning documents as a service, and augmented reality to aid taxpayers in getting answers to questions. Harrison said that because IRS lacks other transaction authority for prototypes, it used the standard procurement procedures, but each award was made within a month of receipt of bids. Harrison spoke at the act conference in Hershey, Pennsylvania. The Homeland Security Department's mega IT hardware and services contract is facing another delay, but it's because of protests this time. DHS received more than 600 bids from more than 300 offerers for the contract, and reviewing those proposals is pushing back the timeline for the first down select. In a notice on the SAM.gov platform, DHS revised its schedule. The first down select now is scheduled for December instead of November, and awards are expected in August. First Source 3 is a small business vehicle and has a $10 billion ceiling. An influx of funding is on the way for a new White House cyber office. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The infrastructure bill passed by Congress last week includes $21 million for the office of the National Cyber Director. The funds are expected to go toward hiring personnel for the new office. Chris Inglis was confirmed by the Senate as the first National Cyber Director over the summer. But he told a House committee last week that his office has been constrained by the lack of a budget. With funding available, he said he'd hire 25 people by December, with an eventual goal to reach a total of 75 staff next year. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. And the Defense Department's Commercial Technology Incubator is planting its flag in Illinois. The Defense Innovation Unit will open an office in Chicago next year as part of an effort to work with more companies in the Midwest. DIU is employing a new regional outreach strategy to connect DOD to more companies, labs, academic partners, and investors across the country. The Chicago location will be the fifth office DIU has opened since it was established in Silicon Valley in 2015. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.